This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to yet another episode of Hafta in an environment where everybody seems to be going into quarantine just as we started recording this hafta which is on the evening of Friday the 13th. News flashes have gone out that an office with about 800 people has been quarantined in um, Noida. In Noida. but that was not the only news this week i shall tell you what all we have on the menu but before that on the panel today we have our own in house superstars manisha pande and mehraj loan hello and we have a superstar from the wire as well arfa khanum hi arfa <laughs> thank you thank you she's joined us before on our podcast but those of you who missed it that time well here she is again she is a senior editor at the wire she's been in the broadcast sector for almost two decades at the wire she covers politics policy and governance She was the founding member of Raj Sabha TV. She's worked with NDTV for several years and uh, was also a part of the team that made Satyamev Jayate with Amir Khan, is that right? Yeah, correct. And you have won amongst the most prestigious journalism awards, the Red Ink Award in the politics category. By the way, aaj last day hum bhi thoda submit kar le. You must I think you will already win. <laughs> I hope so. Also you were awarded yeah. the Chameli Devi award for outstanding women media persons. Yes, recently. Along with Rohini Mohan that just happened right now. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. I think this is my first public appearance after the award. Very well, very good. I'm so glad you got this award. And Thank you, uh, so Thank is you. this uh, given for your general um, news um, you know your body of work in the year or for a specific story like the yes. like the so this Ramadhan is for the body of work done during 2019 I see yeah great so congrats no, I'm really happy and I, I'm sure there were far more fabulous uh, by editors that they received and I'm so happy that I'm getting it with one of these people who I really admire Rohini Mohan and even Rukmini for that matter it's it's so nice to be in their company now all we need is some women in editor positions in the major dailies and and yes, the broadcast yes. that's what totally. on that i think hamara uh, media zara it's, been, it's been too long we've been taking instructions ha uh, although <laughs> i thought beech mein navika would have broken the ceiling i mean no matter what i think of a politics but you know if i said between navika and rahul shivshankar i mean maybe <laughs> navika would have been a better choice lekin wahan par bhi dekho tough choice but no, no she but didn't she didn't come the... to taking instructions she certainly is taking instructions from outside her newsroom <laughs> which is even worse i suppose uh, but she did become the political editor no, I'm, so I'm she's not saying this she herself is making it so obvious right no but um yeah i think about time we have let's see which is the first one to do it and it's not just the editorial positions i mean we have an explainer up on the website please go and uh, watch it sanekda has done it about gender diversity in the newsrooms and it's not just leadership positions the stories that are featured on front pages the kind of stories that are written everywhere across the board women are like grossly underrepresented so that's something that needs right. to be on that i must say uh, news laundry you know by the time this year is over our, our numbers will be very good they've been pretty decent in the past but our numbers are still terrible on the cast representation man yes. we really we need to hire some people i mean although on on community representation uh, we don't have a seek otherwise we, we have we had yeah we had yeah but we need more cast representation we are dismal at that no certainly and you know i have worked about i said two decades and either i would say there is not a single dalit colleague of mine who has worked with me with his identity his her identity so i know a couple of people who were dalits but they were invisible dalits in the newsroom and i have worked in the most inclusive newsrooms that you can have you can imagine in india 
So caste is, is still something I would say there is a lot of sensitivity and openness towards discussing gender and even sometimes I would say even religion. Yeah. But I think when it comes to caste, I don't know. There is there is this certain certain level of hesitation that even people belonging to the oppressed communities, subaltern societies, even they do not want to come out and say that yes. We, we, be, we belong to this community and this is how we want to be seen as one. Yeah, in fact, we had so, a discussion on yeah. this when Madhu was here once. But uh, just giving you an update of what all happened in the world of news this week, there was the big defection from the Congress party, Madhurao, sorry, Jyotiraditya Sindhya, son of Madhurao Sindhya, moved to the BJP and apparently he is taking anything between 15 to 20 MLAs with him. But we don't know because the resort politics started. We will discuss that in a little detail. Then there was, of course, the coronavirus scare all over the world. Several tournaments have been suspended. Some have been cancelled. And uh, restrictions are in place. In Delhi, cinemas are closed, which means that this horrible film of Rohit Chari, Suryavanshi, will not be released, which <laughs> is nice. That's a good thing. But that also <laughs> means that the other film I was li- really looking forward to watching, I wouldn't be able to watch English medium. Oh, yeah, English medium and also... Uh, Angrezi medium, sorry, that's right. And um, So, there have been about 4,500 deaths globally and one death in India today. Today, yeah. It was in reported Karnataka, today. Yeah. In Karnataka, But then the Delhi violence case was finally discussed in Parliament where Mr. Amit Shah made a few claims that Srinivasan Jain actually debunked on his show. There's a second time Mr. Shah has lied outright on the floor of the house. Uh, I don't think he really cares. But... The more tragic thing is, I don't think many, most people in the country care either. Yeah, I think even not just um, him, Minakshi Minakshi Lekhi Lekhi's also. intervention was really... She went on this rant about how uh, Hindus were targeted and Hindus... Uh, it's an anti-Hindu were, yeah. She said it was done by Islamist forces. I okay. don't know who those are. And then she completely gave a clean shit to Kapil Mishra and said, Yeh, tukre tukre gang ke umar Khalid ko kuch nahi kar and all that. So it was... And also, I don't know whether many of you, uh, any of you has noticed this, the language that she used is highly objectionable. Then, you know, she said, unki orte, unki mahilayin, unhone ye kia, unhone. I mean, this is... And by I, unko, I don't they mean Muslims. Yeah, unmi is Muslim, the other side. Which means she's already deciding that w- which side she is as a public representative, as hmm. as somebody who's been elected by the people of India, by her constituency, which which includes everybody, people of all religion. It's it's so sad and it is so so horrid to hear something like this being spoken so op- openly in the parliament of India. Yeah, when I, I find when Tejasvi Surya is celebrated as a great orator, yeah. we've already reached the bottom of the barrel. This is yeah. but the, but I will say this is like a lot of people used to say that Sindhya is the hope for Congress. I say logon ko thoda aur maine kaha theek hai. Aapka maine dekh liya kitna aap because he was in my view always one of all all I think the Congress needs now is for Milindura also to jump ship. Then all the dead wood the entitled who are beyond working hard would all be with the BJP. So the next generation of the BJP is fucked. <laughs> and uh, some people were saying that also Maharaja ke saath pilot bhi chale uh, Well, uh, in, in all fairness, I think pilot does not belong to the category of Sindhya and Deora. Are they yeah, Sindhya yeah, and Deora yeah. incapable of working hard? And this is a deeper organizational problem like we'll discuss going right. further. But Then, yes, bank tanked in a way that it hadn't mm. tanked before. People who still had accounts in Yes Bank clearly don't read the news because most people I know had shut their accounts, including... Raman sir, after I had been nagging him for the last four months, said, Band kar do, band kar account, jaoge. But the funny thing is, there are many media companies that had their salary accounts with Yes Bank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have uh, a very major media company, a very Z. big channel has 
company which got a payment from those who he actually gave loans to from yes bank so yeah it's a mess and i think it's a tip of the iceberg uh, our financial system is a bit screwed then uttar pradesh's name and shame hoardings this is a very interesting case and i think it's a little depressing too for those of you who don't know ajay singh bist that's his name right what's his ajay name ajay singh bist yeah. in yes. his wisdom also goes by the name of adityanath yogi adityanath yogi adityanath Have you noticed all these people? You know, have another name like Jack the Ripper. No one knows the real name. <laughs> oh, or you know, the bikini wow. murderer. Nobody is lying. I'm just saying, people who are infamous have AKA. You know that they don't have just one name. Zara Shaher, मुझे लॉयन के नाम से जानता है, but actually आपका नाम होता है संजय गुप्ता. You know, like that. So um, th- he had said we'll put up these hoardings of people with their home addresses, everything, who were accused in his view or in his police force's view of causing. violence during the anti ca protest now none of these have been actually proved so the high court of allahabad took action on their own they said this is bullshit you can't do this of course i'm not quoting i'm paraphrasing uh, that but the up government and went to the supreme court where the supreme court has sent it to a larger bench saying that you know more consideration needs to be given although they said you can't violate someone's right to privacy but yet they didn't tell them to take down those hoardings which i think is really depressing if this is the state of our supreme court Now, what I wanted, you know, the lawyer there to ask is, do you remember a few years ago, Prashant Bhushan had given a list of corrupt judges, judges yeah, hmm. and they had said he closed Donald Trump, they closed Donald Trump's chakkar. So, lawyer said, sir, sir, very good idea. वो भी एक होर्डिंग हम बाहर लगा देते हैं सुप्रीम कोर्ट की. वो अप्रूव होते रहेंगे कि क्लीन है जज की नहीं क्लीन है. तब तक होर्डिंग लगा देते हैं कौन-कौन करप्ट है कौन-कौन नहीं. I'd like to see what the Supreme Court says then. <laughs> this is exactly the same thing they did with Kashmir when the restrictions had to be lifted, internet restrictions. Mm. They said this is not, this is a violation of freedom of speech and all the other stuff. Mm. But they didn't tell them to remove the restrictions. Right. They said okay, just this is wrong, but they didn't say anything. So those are the headlines. Let's get straight into it uh, with uh, uh, you know our special guest. So uh, Arfa, Abhinandan, Abhinandan, Ar- since you are discussing this um, whole hoarding thing, hmm. there's a good news that Samajwadi Party, some of the leaders i don't know who it is uh they have put up another set of hoardings with kuldeep singh sengar and chinmay anand on their board saying bjp se beti bachao just right besides <laughs> that ha but they but the police remote. took those down uh-huh. abhi i i just read it before okay. this the police okay. took those down unfortunately <sighs> okay so but, this this morning it was still up okay yeah, right. i i want to mm-hmm. i want to come to you first with the delhi violence and if you can tell us a little about that before that i just have two quick announcements uh, dear listeners please pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers are served if you want to know which are the advertisers that sponsored hateful bigotry do read meghnath's column our new column on bloodlust tv it has been sponsored by sensodyne maruti varuti polycap in which he gave a full one hour lecture on 
the various kinds of jihad that we are all being subjected to from media jihad to love jihad to pata nahi what jihad land jihad economic so jihad so this was copied from some uh, random but, but of this Facebook. Th- there's no spin to news this is just out and out bigotry and it has been sponsored by some six or seven companies now this is why i say when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers serve they don't give a shit what kind of horrible stuff goes out but you as listeners will be more discerning on what you put your money behind because it's your money as opposed to some big ad company who's you know some big company who's a deal is struck in the you know in the directors rooms between chairman and say theek hai hum aapka sponsor kar rahe hain aap hamara sponsor kar do kyunki wo unke actual jeb se nahi nikal raha so do back quality content pay to keep news free and we have two new sena projects up do back them check out our nl sena page uh, and yeah So Arfa, uh, you know, I, I, like totally, it, I totally endorse this view, and I'm such a huge follower of News Laundry, and I always say that, and this has been the the stand of the wire also that if you want to watch news, the news that is important to you, you you need to now own it. So own the news that you want to watch, and the only way to do is to to pay for it. Yes, I agree entirely. Now you covered the Delhi violence, you know, from the ground, and. Eight. I have two specific questions, and you can just share your view on how the coverage happened. You know the kind of stories that went out. A. Do you think the Delhi government was entirely absent as the representatives of the city? And B. Now that it has been discussed in Parliament, and uh, Mr. Shah says some seven hundred people, so no, seventeen hundred people, eleven hundred people have been identified. Do you see a certain level of seriousness in bringing some people to book? Because there have been a few arrests. I will say there have been more. uh arrests just to do with the you know the one murder of that ib, IB driver but there have been some other arrests also of you know some people who killed a muslim i think lady uh, an old lady so yeah, so there have been some arrests there so on both so first the delhi government's response and now what do you think the courts or the parliament will get out of this arfa you know i'm very surprised abhinandan the way aam aadmi party has behaved especially right after say within 10 days of this this riot happened and some people some experts said that the aam aadmi party is punishing its voter who just voted them back to power for the third consecutive term and i'm one of those people who thought maybe aam aadmi party uh, as a citizen as a voter i thought maybe they would bring in a better politics and especially when they denied to be part of the dirty communal politics but that doesn't mean being apolitical does not mean that when the people of this country people of the state need you in the dire need when they are dying when they've been killed looted you are completely absent and it was so heartbreaking to see one set of people inciting the violence another set of people sitting at rajghat pretending to bring peace from nowhere when people are literally dying when they're crying i'm sure you would be one of those journalists i got like in like dozens and dozens of people sending messages from their home their rooftop saying that we are stuck here please take take us out from here plus please evacuate us and not listening to all of them and they're just t- turning a blind eye and also the kind of tweets that mr kejriwal has made i would say that's very disappointing he says that his party is apolitical i don't know what does it actually mean a political party so what what is the tweet i missed that he put a tweet that he's apolitical is that right no i think he does not say this apolitical oh, okay. but i've had an interview with a spokesperson of amadmi party who says hamari koi ideology nahi hai hum okay. we want to serve people agar hame right se milega to hum right se jayenge hame left se milega hum left se jayenge these are exactly the same word ankit lal who's their it it head he said this on record to me in an interview 
um, the same day when the Delhi results were out. So I don't know whether right se jayega or left se jayega, which means I would say it means we are apolitical or which means we have no political ideology. So they said our only ideology is to serve people. Now, when politicians are not committing to certain ideology, and even if you don't say what ideology you really belong to, we saw them totally absent from when people needed them the most. And now, right now, if you see, it's been more than two weeks. And if you visit just one relief camp, that's just single one relief camp that the that is being run by Waqf Board uh, that that functions under Delhi government. Delhi Waqf Board is running it. I am not too sure whether this is a really a great idea to give this entire charge to Delhi Waqf Board and looking at it again from a very communal approach. I would say uh, because how can state abdicate itself from its duty? The 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 violence that we saw during Delhi riots was crime against the state can you really say that the state is removing itself from its duty of rehabilitating people you know reestablishing their businesses and helping them out and just ask one delhi waqf board to take care of everything uh, again i would say that the, the kejriwal government is running away from the responsibility of first not helping out people in their hour, hour of need when they were being killed they were being looted their houses were being burnt and now when they really need them I met people. I met a woman who just delivered a child like a week ago. I met an eight-day-old child who was born as a refugee in a relief camp in independent India. Now, I want to ask Mr. Kejriwal why did he not go to the relief camp and visit this mother if he really wanted to show this gesture? Is this also political? Is it also right wing? Is it also left wing? I don't know which wing it is, but a politician is supposed to be standing by. his people right so by the way there's this news coming in that the hmm. delhi government has passed a resolution to stall npr and nrc in the national capital yeah but that was the position yeah. right at the outset i mean i think yeah. that is something that they were playing for a while in the sense that they said in parliament we will oppose it delhi mein hum hone nahi denge but they refused to make it a rallying point yeah you know the difference is if you make it a rallying point what the bjp had done successfully was that anti ca wale musliman hai और प्रोसी वाले हिंदू हैं। the work they should be doing on the ground helping people giving them relief and bringing them back to their homes they're not doing any of that i mean we have a video up anushu has done a fantastic video she went on the ground they have set up these nine shelter homes for for mm. the affected people the biggest one was supposed to be outside gtb hospital which was because all the victims were coming there and everybody there are three people there so she asked the caretaker what happened she says because people don't want to come here they don't want to depend on the they can't depend on the government because they don't know who is here they go to eidgah because they know there are people there are muslims mm-hmm. there there's a waqf board there they're helping them and other shelters have been set up in places where there are no roads so if you are to go to hospital you have to go somewhere else you can't mm. right and many uh, volunteers who've been working with relief have said that they in the beginning i think at least in the first 4 5 days they couldn't find many aap volunteers on the ground doing stuff so irrespective of ideology i definitely think after the riots they didn't mobilize in the way that they so should so we have, have we have ground reports on this yeah we have plenty okay, of we ground have plenty reports of. and i i just remembered when arfa was talking about this child so 
soon after the violence started, we did a report from Al Hind Hospital, which was where a lot of the injured people had been brought. So one pregnant lady, she delivered, I think, Al Hind Hospital, or I, I, I'm forgetting now. And the doctor or the attendant is saying, after the child was born, thankfully, mm. all right. So he's saying, when this child grows up, and when you when he learns about how he came into this world, mm. at that time, how do you tell them, this is your country, love this country? Mm. Right. Th- I thought that was really profound. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of politics that has been pursued and this is these are the questions that are now being asked you know, this community. is the thing that when this generation is old enough to be heard then it's empathy is a difficult thing a lot of people will not understand are how dare you like it's as if that everybody is like has to respond to gravity uh, by gravity i don't mean a grave subject i mean newton's gravity there is an assumption that everybody has to ha- have patriotism no their circumstances like my neighbor, I remember somewhere, and now he's gone to Canada. He was a Sadarji. And he was, uh, I think, eight or ten when the riots happened. And he saw, uh, he lived in a Sikh colony in West Delhi. And he saw what happened. And uh, he, he, I mean, it scarred him so much. As soon as he got the opportunity, he emigrated there. And I remember his words to India. And he was a very sweet, reasonable guy who'd, you know, help you out. But whenever he'd speak about the concept of India as a nation that he identifies with, God, man, he was so hateful and I couldn't understand because even I was like, I was in college. I don't understand, dude, why does he hate? But then as you grow up, you realize ki you can't expect him to forget that. Na? He says, when my own prime minister said this, why the fuck will I want to live in this country? And now the problem is it's not just patriotism that's being demanded of you, mm. which anyway, everybody has to some extent because it's your home. It's this particular kind of nationalism that if you don't identify with these symbols, this kind of language, these kinds of sentiments, you are somehow less of an Indian, less of a patriot. And and I want to add a little thing here, since we're talking about what kind of patriotic citizens we want to be or are we being forced to be. You know, remember this guy called Fazan, one of the three people who were beaten up by the police and forced them to sing national anthem? One of them had died was Fezan. Fezan's mother, exactly a month ago on 26th January, out of her free will voluntarily, uh, she she sang national anthem during these anti-CA protests. So this woman who was singing national uh, anthem uh, and asking for her fundamental basic rights that they should not be taken away from her, the same woman's uh, son was killed exactly after one month by the police forcing them to sing national anthem. So I don't know whether we can really show a case of a bigger, a more deeper irony than this, that what kind of a country do we want to become? And also, Abhinandan, I want to bring it to, you, you want your listeners to also understand this, that you were talking about arrest and whether Amit Shah is very sincere about now really punishing people. He said, Koi bini jayega, nobody will be uh, spared. When I went to the ground in the last couple of days, there was a lot of fear and insecurity amongst those people who have freshly now witnessed uh, this violence on them, that their house has been looted, burnt, and some of their closest relatives being murdered or injured, still in hospitals, that their close relatives are now being picked up by police. So now right. this is incumbent on, on police now to make it public that these many people, these many hundred people that they were arrested, who are these people? What are their profiles? And where are they coming from? Because there is a lot of fear amongst people. I'm sure there would be some rumors also. And that is why I'm not saying it in like in a concrete way that I don't know how many people, but you know, there, there are far more people who are complaining that their boys are being picked up during the night and they, they keep them in police stations for a day or two or sometimes for a few hours and then release them with some warnings. 
and this has now been happening on a regular basis so is this what he means when he says that he's very strict or ye modi ji ke sarkar hai koi bhi nahi bakhsha jayega i don't really know but the government has should really come clean on this and the police should make the list public that these are the people who have been arrested on charges of uh, writing so mm-hmm. this is very important for the maybe, sake of transparency maybe, and for instating confidence amongst people maybe the yogi model of holding that <laughs> if they're really sincere about punishing all the people who were involved hmm. and i'm i highly doubt that's the case hmm. they would start by going after the police the exactly police officials exactly what i was to say you start with the, the cops, cops then we'll move downwards yes. so i agree so yeah i think um Uh, you know before i move on to uh, i did anybody listen to modi's speech in parliament any of us here i mean i saw little excerpts i didn't see the whole speech did i uh, watched amit shah's speech i saw uh, yeah, minakshi lady's speech the day yesterday you did okay yeah. so maybe you can just tell our audience a little about what he said specifics but you know w- what about this patriotism which is why i have never kind of spoken about it as a virtue or as an attribute that is worthy of any respect and i'll tell you why because i mean I, i've always kind of struggled with this i know it's i mean least of all this time but at any time to say that i don't see what what is noble about patriotism is that i think you have to have a commitment to values now those values could be a part of a nation state or could not be a part of a nation state for example if now a lot of people may you know have a problem with a lot of the brits who stayed here okay mm. who fought for america for india's independence uh, you know against the us or uh, there were several americans and you know i'm terrible with names but i remember reading this article i think um, in the spectator a long time ago about those american us citizens who actually you know boarded flights to go to vietnam and says we will you know take on our forces for doing so technically you are against your own country but you're standing up for a value so i think you can stand up for values but what what does the word patriotism really suggest that are you standing up for a value are you standing up for your country are you standing up that my country must have this value what is it you know i've never understood what what is that supposed to elicit no i think lately what we have realized is that you now standing up for whatever the government says that this is the country that like of course is the current but even i'm saying yeah, even I mean, take it know, even I take it as its me. best interpretation Yeah, you know, even for me, my country is my people. When I go to Dalit areas, when I go to Adivasi areas, when I talk to laborers, when I talk to religious minorities, when I talk to these very oppressed women, and when I know that their rights are being trampled upon, their freedoms are being denied, then I feel very angry. And for me, you know, standing up for these people is real patriotism. But there is Now, never, but there is yeah. never one monolith of the people. Yeah. For example, yeah. if if tomorrow you were you woke up and you were not Indian, you were German. and you were in the 30s and yeah. 95% of your country said that this man is good then those are your people only na wo kaun se bahar se aaye hain then true, then true. what are you then are you against the value that most of your country espouses you see i think patriotism is a very 19th century concept and i do believe that it has no place in the 21st mm. century i think yeah i mean it's a feeling of oneness and i think in indian case the first feelings of patriotism i remember is when in school you're taught the independence movement and you're taught how the british came and then how we fought against them i think for indian maybe the concept of india comes from a lot of our patriotism is derived from the independence movement when you hear about gandhi or you hear about ambedkar or you hear about the salt march or non cooperation so i mean i i still think there's some value to those things you know the tradition came out also, from you know in order to love your country you should not be required to hate another country like for someone like me day in and day out there at least more couple of 100 people every day tell me 
say Pakistan, Murdabad, then only I can say Hindustan, Zindabad. Now, this is a very stupid Bollywood concept that you cannot really say. And you, you saw this young girl, Amulya, how she was wrong, that she was sent to jail literally for saying this. Yeah. So, uh, and, and especially, you know, these kind of requirements, these kind of demands, especially from people who come from now unpopular religious identities, they are going to be the ones on the receiving end of it all the time. One of the things movements like the BJP and the Sangh Parivar have done in this country and elsewhere, like the so-called nationalists have done is, they have blurred this distinction between patriotism and nationalism. Traditionally, mm-hmm. as patriotism is understood, it's the love for your motherland. Now, what do you consider your home, your motherland? That depends on person to person. It could be your village, it could be your city, it could be a country, it could be bigger than that. Nationalism, this kind of nationalism, when you're talking about which they're confusing with patriotism is it's something different it's artificially created your home you're born in a place i mean you can't help it but these nationalism i mean the if you really want to understand how nationalism is the most stupid of ideas just go to a border area i mean there's a like in for example in jammu even in kashmir there's a border going through a village on the other side is your family on this side is your family and suddenly you're supposed to hate the other side why because there's somebody drew a line through the sure, village but that is that is even i'm even when you're saying even in its most benign form i'm saying even in the most benign form let alone those i'm saying even in the most benign form i don't see what is so virtuous about being a patriot i don't believe savarkar was not a patriot i think savarkar was a patriot and if you just if there was a you know quantifiable metric of patriotism i think his patriotism was up there with bapu's patriotism but is he a man whose values i would respect no I so mean, you can be a great patriot, but you can still be a horrible person who doesn't stand for any value that I identify with. It's like saying when you said love for the motherland. Now, ab motherland ko thoda or zoom in kar do. Punjab, theek hai. Ab aap to bol rahe ho, aapki family wahi hai. Ab mere baap dada ki family to wahi thi na. To jab wo ho gaya vibhajan, then you don't love your motherland anymore because technically that land is there. there yeah. It is not here. Suppose your motherland is Chhattisgarh before the state was split. Then, then what? Suddenly, uh, my love for you know Chhattisgarh is more than my love I for Madhya Pradesh. Uh, it's like I, I remember, and which is why I find it's a very, um, it's a very base type of emotion, and it is still celebrated in a time when we sh- would have known better. When you know, I was young, and I, I even at at that age, I couldn't quite understand it. I was in a school which had a horrible rivalry in another boarding school in Dehradun, and it was like a India-Pakistan rivalry. I mean, Wellams. we hated each other, Wellam and Doon. And I could never understand that we were literally taught to hate Dune when we were in Wellam. And of course, many people did. Sorry, yeah, homo, yeah, you know, the shit you're taught as young, this thing, you you know, say stuff like that. And then suddenly you'd get through a fucking exam and you'd go there. And then you'd start saying the same. I was like, fucker, we were the same so thing. I, like, what you're so saying... how, how can you just suddenly... Oh, so what? I think patriotism is just a blown up version of that. And I think you put it rightly it's an emotion it's a sentiment it's not a value that's the problem it's been yeah, confused it's not a value, value exactly patriotism is not a value it's the same as being born in a yeah. like in a certain oh, caste by the, way, by the way all of this is a very anti-national discussion that's why I want to come out of it <laughs> no what you're saying Bernard Shaw had said a long time back where he said that it's a, patriotism is essentially a silly belief where you think you're superior your country is superior to other countries simply because you were born there. right you were born but right. I think but I still I mean it's an emotion and it's irrational like a lot of emotion and it's it's a bit like love. Like yeah, you but do it shouldn't love your be country. made. It's not a value. It's not a value. And for it's this whole patriotism business and I would say rather nationalism business in the last six years, what we've seen is that they said they have just reduced it to 
majoritarianism. I also like suspect into the terms and belief system and the way what majority wants, you can be called a patriot, patriot, patriotic person or a nationalist. Otherwise, you are not one. I know the kind of horror trolling that I to, had to face like about a year ago when mm. I said that the way Bharat Mata Ki Jai is used, it, it is communal. Mm. And I know the most liberal people, the way I was trolled, I have, I have never ever been trolled that way by even RW, by right wing. Mm. The way so-called liberal people, just for saying the same thing, that when you use Bharat Mata Ki Jai as a communal slogan to attack minorities, to attack Dalits and Adivasis, to me, your Bharat Mata comes to me as a very communal woman, as a very communal lady, when you you use it to attack me. And this was considered something to totally anti-national as, as, if, as if I was... I was showing separatist tendencies and, and whatnot. <laughs> I this think is patriotism is also a bit of an elite sport. I mean, I don't know if someone, like you said, like a poor person... I, I don't know why any poor person in India would feel love for their country. It's just a shit yeah. country. You may not feel love for the country, but you feel a rush. And I've noticed this with a lot of people, not just poor. Mm. If you don't get a rush, you know, most people who are the ones who are the most hardcore, you know, patriots or nationalists, what do you get a rush with? You get a rush with if you play a sport, if you, you know, have, a, if you like climbing mountains, like you get that rush. If you're madly in love, the only other thing that can give you that rush is if you really passionately hate something and you belong to something larger. What is love? Selflessness, something that is larger. You know, when you play a sport, your body pushes you to the limit. Similarly, mm. when you have no fucking habits to push yourself, then you just join a group and shout rapidly. You feel a rush of something. Because this is nationalism. <laughs> it's it's the easiest community to join. I mean, you're just there. You don't yeah. have to do anything. Do anything Maybe shout right. a slogan or two. And also what Arfa said about liberals and uh, nationalism, it, it has always been a blind spot spot for liberals. I, I just interviewed Kanan Gopinath. Mm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, he was the IAS officer who resigned when Article 370 was abrogated from Kashmir. And mm. his reason was that you can't just lock down an entire people and make decisions for them. Their freedom of speech demands that you be, right. they be allowed to say it. So I asked him, does this freedom of speech, you're advocating for Kashmiris, does this expand, does this extend to them asking for azadi hmm. he's, he's like i haven't thought about this this is i mean maybe not <laughs> right so all right and then i will have to go now okay arfa has to leave thanks for joining us arfa appreciate it congrats again hope you oh, do a lot you. more uh, fantastic <laughs> journalism and we look forward to your future work it was wonderful being on your platform thank you very all much right. and bye bye to your listeners okay. it was nice bye-bye okay. bye. Bye. In, so yeah. in, no just to end that i think increasingly for me i only feel patriotic when i you know, read about colonization or I read about... And then I oscillate with extreme hate for the country, like when you... Like with the corona, when you see like how some of us are dealing with it in India, you're just like, what the fuck is this country, yaar? Koi bhaag hai quarantine se, koi jagrate kar hai. Matab, it's just... So then I don't feel so patriotic, but then when I read about what the British did, that's when I feel like, shit, man. Fuckers. No, but that's, I love India. That's the like thing, India no. showed them. They did the same thing in Lahore as they did it in Amritsar. And Dhaka. And now you're supposed to, supposed to like, what, hate that part of the country and love no, this no, part? No, I don't hate. No, I'm uh, saying, no, I, I mean, hate. generally. But when I read about, like, colonization, then yeah. I do feel like, yeah. India, Including for Dhaka and Lahore. <laughs> so, uh, huh, I have I, a... I am all for South Asia unity also. I do feel like, I would like it to be the European Union at some point. In, yeah, in, and we saw what in, happened there. In uh. future. Okay, I have a couple of emails from our wonderful subscribers, alert subscribers. 
Uh, by the way, subscribers, our wonderful producer here, Aditya, who is also producing this podcast right now, is producing a podcast uh, with Sneha. What's Sneha's full name? Vakaria. Sneha Vakaria, a Bangalore-based reporter. It's a six-part podcast on tech. I've put it out on the WhatsApp groups, but if you haven't got it, do mail Aditya at aditya at newslaundry.com. She's a wonderful reporter, really bright, has done some great tech stuff, but we are doing like six episode deep dives into... Uh, uh, speak louder. So big data, AI, big data, AI artificial intelligence, privacy. So each of these podcasts will take tackle one of these. So it's going to be a fairly deep dive. So we'll need an area expert to make sure that what we are saying is technically and factually correct. You know, our copy, Mehraj and Manisha and our wonderful editors can make sure it's journalistically accurate. But the technical accuracy, we were too busy protecting democracy to be a PhD in whatever else. <laughs> in in Nanotechnology, uh, but uh, so if you could write to Aditya and tell us what is your area of expertise, uh, we'll give you a shout out and you will get credit as an editor and a subject expert for that podcast. Uh, but you'll just need to help our team out to make sure that we are technically accurate. Journalistically, we'll figure out. So on that note, here is a couple of emails. The ones that are very long, I will not read the full thing. That like 400 type words. But I'll tell you the nichoed. Hello, Abhinandan and NL team. You guys are doing some great work. I'm a proud subscriber. I'm a vocal advocate of your work and forcing my family and friends to check out some of the great work you do. Thank you, Aniket. Aniket, you are the kind of subscriber we want. I'm a student pursuing my PhD in aerospace engineering in the USA. Oh my God, wow, another fancy. PhD. I tell you, aerospace. Matlab, this space where aeroplanes are. It's mostly, I think it's like the astronaut stuff. Achha. I'm looking forward to con contributing <laughs> news laundry in more ways than just passively subscribing. Nice. I'm especially, maybe you could uh, help us out in this. Like aerospace tech, uh, and tech is different. I, I'm yeah, this, this I demonstrating my literacy. <laughs> you know, I'm uh, not so let me know if I'm making <laughs> rockets and satellites and stuff. <laughs> I'm, uh, so fine, we'll let you know if you can be of any help to NL. Maybe we can... Have an, uh, if he's doing a PhD in aerospace, let's use his expertise to do a podcast in that subject only. Yeah? I must highlight it's a pleasure to listen to other subscribers on NL Hafta. Listen to them, articulate their views as such a treat. You have a diverse and fantastic subscriber base. I completely agree with you, Aniket, which you can leverage. Yes, we do that often as we are going to do for our next podcast series. I love the work you do with Hafta Letters. It would be great if NL has a plot platform for further integrating subscribers and writing, recording a podcast. By the way, we... I've announced it before, it's just got a little delayed, but it will happen soon. NL versus NL is a podcast series we will be unrolling soon. Rolling out very soon. Unrolling, hold on. Rolling out very... <laughs> we'll be rolling out very soon. Uh, and it's starting with me and Meghnad disagreeing with something. With what? Uh, I forget you know what. I think it was big government versus small government. Okay. And then we'll start off with four episodes where we have healthy disagreements within the news laundry team. And then subscribers can also write in and tell us on particular issues. We'll have NL versus NL conversations. The idea is to reclaim the debate that civilized conversations with people you disagree with are possible. Then a few quick suggestions for Hafta. Please include a timestamp for the various topics discussed. That's a good idea. A lot of people have said that as you discuss each topic, there should be a timestamp there. So that if someone wants to listen to just the discussion on CAA or Delhi riots or coronavirus, yeah, they can yeah. just start and that's, end there. That's a good idea. I desperately want to ask a few questions to some of the guests you've previously had. So there should be a system that, you know, people like Joanne Slater, Faye D'Souza can be brought, brought back for questions. We'll do that. Yeah. In the meantime, given the transfer of Delhi High Court judge following Delhi riots, I'd like to pick the brains of NL team on an important, important questions. 
why aren't our institutions robust is it because the robustness of institution happens over time and we are still very young as opposed to you know almost 200 years old democracy like us or are we or do we as a society lack moral leadership in my opinion the latter is not right we have some great people but this does not translate to the function of institution as a whole also please feel free to reach out to me if you guys are ever in the usa i'd love to be of any help thanks bro really appreciate it before i move on to the next letter can any of you take on his question that why are our institutions so rotten and i guess he's talking about everything from the courts to the election commission etc fundamentally i think it's about two things one is the quality of people i mean he talks about moral leadership that's there but i mean when you are building an institution it's not just one person or two people it's it's a whole bunch of people so we've been talking about like for 70 years how supreme court is like this grand institution which which will never fail it just took a couple of chief justices to bring the whole thing down so one you need those people the people of integrity who will stand up to anything and it's this thing is related to it but i mean it's a little separate to it is also how power functions institutions are a function of power i've said this numerous times that whether it's bureaucracy it's judiciary it's it's uh, police these are tools instruments of power and they'll function how the power wants them to function and now if you want them to function in a way that like benefits the majority of the people you have to give that power in the hands of the majority of the people that's not the case in india when I mean, this is like you have an upper caste upper class sliver of society which has all kinds of power intellectual power uh, political power economic power as long as that power is not distributed evenly this is going to happen and because this power is so concentrated what is happening now is uh, i mean people would have everybody would have noticed it by now is that like in politics like you have these dynasties now which control everything you had these since after independence there were these two spurts of sort of leadership growth after the emergency during the janta period and then the mandal politics when you had this new crop of leaders come up and then that has also concentrated into families and into dynasties same thing has happened into judiciary for example i mean i don't know how many people know this that almost every judge in the supreme court right now is like related to some judge who was there before or some lawyer or somebody even the uh, for outgoing chief justice uh, mr uh, uh, gogoi he came from a family which was in politics which was in in law and like that even it right now a lot of judges in the supreme court come from similar families so this concentration of intellectual and political power this is where the problem lies essentially manisha so i mean you've given a political sort of a uh, overview of it and i've just been wondering a lot about this of late and i think i was just wondering if especially with corona virus breaking that if there's such a thing as a national character of a nation or, or if nations have a sort of a defining characteristic where you know say the japanese are really like Uh, loyalty know, uh, is a big deal yeah, there or, not or, to your wife really but disciplined. to your organization <laughs> it's true and i'm wondering if the indian national character is to be a thug and if we really just lucked out in the beginning with maybe people like nehru and patel and that was just sheer luck that these men happened to be there and they set up the constitution for us and if because if you look at like ordinary day to day life we do reward thuggishness you know whether it's something as simple as keeping a queue managing to you know you know get your job done through jugaad or bribing I don't know if it's I, I'm wondering if there's also something got to do with our basic national character characteristic and maybe and now I'll sound a bit like that guy <laughs> who's that guy Rajiv Mathi who's doing E is equal to MC square <laughs> whatever she, she, so if you all sound like that but maybe it's got to do something with the weather 
like the weather is so fucked in india it's either so hot or so cold that it just makes you a horrible person dude you are from uttarakhand <laughs> where the weather is very nice but it's so, so cold a person it is so like, cold no no dude it's way colder in new york chill Don't yeah, but you have heating no, and also maybe sounding, it's a combination. Now you're sounding like Shri Shri Ravi Shankar and no, no, like that is equal to MC no, square guy. Just one small no, thing no. I'd like to maybe say. Maybe it's the weather and poverty both. No, and the for poverty we blame the British. When you're talking about national yeah. character, it <laughs> doesn't just like come up on its own. People usually take cues from the leaders. Exactly. So you try to imbibe what your leaders are. If your leaders are thugs, people will be like that. But, but it's not just political leadership. You see, the, uh, yeah, of course, our, our not political leadership is very young. I I think the reason for this isn't. people must be saying ki bhai no matter what the question is asked abhinandan only has one answer it goes back to the caste system and by the caste yeah, system yeah, yeah. i don't limit it just to the for varnas by caste system i mean hierarchies of your surname whether you are the maharaja of gwalior or whether you are the maharaja of your little akhada in your village basically many of you and if any pakistani is listening you must have noticed even in your country now of course it is fashionable to be very religious in our country but till about 15 years ago and i had written a piece on this i think in when i used to write columns for ndtv that the indian and pakistani liberal really very liberal when it comes to wanting to trash the mullahs you know pakistani oh my god they are this over oh, this they don't want us to eat ham and oh five times namaz ye wo but the one you said about land rights ki bhai wah tumhare yahan bhi hona chahiye jaise hamare yahan hua tha you guys are sitting on like 20000 acres I mean, you literally own the people who are on your land. They don't want any liberalism on collapse of the feudal system, but they were very dismissive of the mullahs and the fundamentalist Islamists. Same thing with the Desi liberals. All these guys studying in Oxford and the this thing, including this guy who's gone to BJP and now will be chanting Jai Shri Ram, Sindhya. They were very dismissive of the Hindu aspect of conservatism. But if you said that you should get out of your palaces. you do not deserve to have the kind of privilege versus or the land that has been inherited through a deeply unjust system aisa bhi nahi na ki wo bill gates ke bete the bill gates ne to nahi unke liye fortune banaya apni backyard mein workshop bana ke uske baap ke baap ke baap ne kisi british ki ask kis ki aur bola beta chal tu rakh le chahe wo patiala ho chahe sindhya ho avadh ka hai kahi nahi hai rani jhansi ka hai kahi nahi hai whoever took them on and it's not like rani jhansi fought for the independence of india no for she fought yeah. for her for kingdom. kingdom yeah so right from the punjabi household to the king to the caste we are bhai sada munda hai to sahi hoga it is there is no universal value that is at premium it is your ye hamara hai that has premium and that can make right wrong which is why we are at the forefront of tum din ko kaho raat to raat kahenge with the gandhis it was like that with modi it's like that it hasn't changed what you said about the liberal this thing uh, this is a problem everywhere like even if you go to say these huge corporations google and amazon and everybody they'll be great when they talk about say gay rights in iran because that doesn't threaten their power you tell them to institute a minimum wage they'll be up in arms because that threatens mm. their power mm. this is true everywhere Every, okay so one more email my climate theory doesn't work i guess no your climate theory please <laughs> i think i'll write a paper on it yeah write a Nelly paper and i can think of one scientist who'll share it <laughs> dipendra rathor says oh my god <laughs> good day i have been meaning to write for years now but being a mufat khor all these years courtesy apple podcast refrain me from doing so a proud subscri- subscriber now thanks to chitranshu who finally replied to my queries dipender thank you so much for subscribing i am truly proud that chitranshu managed to convince you 
टू थिंग स्टॉप मी फ्रॉम सब्सक्राइबिंग ग्लिच इज इन योर प्लेटफॉर्म एंड अभिनंदन डोंट गेट मी रॉन्ग आई एम वेरी फाउंड ऑफ निकू बट अभिनंदन टॉकिंग ऑफ हाईवे ऑन आई प्लेट ऑल द डॉक्यूमेंट्रीज इज मेड रियली पिसज मी ऑफ डूड वी ऑल एट माई यू स्टॉप बींग अ जूसर रेफरेंस रारून ग्रोवर डोंट मेक इट ऑल अबाउट यू फॉर अ लॉन्ग टाइम आई वॉज वेरी न्यूज लॉन्ड विल एंड अप बींग अ मीडिया इक्विवेंट ऑफ आप बट इंक्लूजन ऑफ पीपल लाइक महराज मनीषा आनंद आयुष बसंत एंड लास्ट बट नॉट द लीस्ट मेक नाद loved his book gifted 13 copies to people i adore wow gives me nice must tell meghna will be very, very happy nice. meghna will be thrilled i am a sailor and also a student of history and philosophy to make up for all the wow. freeloading i have decided to convince at least 20 people to subscribe to news laundry wow wow please figure out where we can gift subscription to others that is my solution to abhinandan's rant about bigoted loved ones excellent might as well give a bigoted loved one a news laundry subscription But thank you so much. And you know, since you're a sailor, मुझे याद आया once when I was directing this show in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Stop right there. <laughs> <laughs> But thanks, Dipinder. Really appreciate this. We have actually a system where you can contribute and not actually book gift. Wala, when is our new website coming up? Well, this function is there. If you notice, this function is there in the can. It's there, and I think even in Swaraj. So this function is going to be there in our new website. A few, uh, you know, new the NL Sena page is going to be different. so very soon you will be able to gift a subscription directly it will go to them but right now we do have a system where you can sponsor the subscriptions of students who can't afford it but if you have specific people you want to gift it to dipendra that function is coming up shortly i promise and this is not like about the acche din like a new website took 2 years to come this will happen in one month because the new design elements that haven't been incorporated once are already under construction and we are actually monitoring it week to week so they should be unveiled very soon Finally, one more email quickly, and then we would move. I'd like to move on to coronavirus. Sudarshan says, "Hello, NL team. Sudarshana, sorry, Sudarshana. I have been a long-time subscriber and NL Sena contributor. You're proud of you, Sudarshana. It's people like you that allow our ground reports. This is also the first time I'm writing to you. What actually pushed me to drop this mail is the fabulous interview of TM Krishna by Mehraj on Krishna's book. Oh, thank hey. you so much. I, I have to see. Very it. kind of you. I'm gonna watch it this weekend. Yeah, do stay home. Don't go out drinking." It's not safe. Drinking there, so kill it. Apparently, no, no, it doesn't. Another, another of theories that doesn't work. आज तक मैंने देखा गांजे और शराब से क्या कोरोना वायरस. Really, they run such a show. They are so dumb. So they wanted to fact check, but they were running this misinformation for like five minutes before fact checking it. So everyone picked on the misinformation. And they made the fact. I think they should start uh, experimenting on their anchors first. What you, I thought they already did. That's how they sound like that. No, no, no. We should not uh, in okay. any way promote this. Yeah, so yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no alcohol and ganja cannot. Yeah, because obviously all these aerospace engineers will believe your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah <I> guys. <laughs> I urge you not to put this interview behind the paywall. She's talking about Maharaj's interview. The same T M Krishna. Sorry, this demands to be heard. At least make it a pinned post on your social media platform for some time. This interview is the exact thing that liberals, including myself, I may say, need to listen to and learn a thing or two out of it. A big shout out to Maharaj as well for conducting such an engaging conversation. It's great to have him on Hafta. This book is definitely going to make it to my to-read list. In fact, some brilliant non-fiction book I read in the last couple of years are those I got to know about from NL interviews, such as Anatomy of Hate, Mother, Where Is My Country, and My Seditious Heart. An NL uh, Hafta recommendation, I believe. Besides the perennial technical goof-ups, I have just a few things to talk about. Is up becoming a second BJP? Give the pre-post election Hanuman frenzy. It would be great to have some reports or op-eds on various environmental and climate change-related issues. The Wire had a dedicated page on science, but most of them are kind of taken almost directly out of international news articles. Okay, so fine. We, sh- I mean, we won't have a dedicated page, but we do have a tech podcast coming. But on science, no, actually, on uh, science, we are starting like our subscribers. 
who are mostly like great people with science yeah but in the past so also we tried it was not regular it was very erratic not regular yet but hopefully we'll have that and also environment like we have spoken to some people some very good environment reporters right. so they'll be sending us stuff so hopefully this should be oh excellent yeah and uh, while reporting or commenting on international news don't just limit yourself to the mainstream international media independent media house like democracy now will bring some nuance to this discourse and lastly upcoming bihar and west bengal elections please intensively cover the region I really hope Amit Anand doesn't discard my mail just because I'm a Bengali. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of sick of the incessant Bengali bashing on awful and awesome. But I like his energy on Hafta. Though I was disappointed to see the lack of research in interviews with Chandrasekhar Azad. Yeah, even I was, which reminds me, I have to interview him again. Yeah, full forty minute he promised this time. So th- otherwise, she's written nice things about us. So thank you so much. I'm constantly nudging my friends and family to become NL subscribers. Woo-hoo. Thanks, proud of you, and so grateful. Thank you for your support. Appreciate it. Now let's move on to coronavirus. Can one of you please tell me what are the latest figures? So globally, uh, about one point two five lakh people have been infected, and the death toll is at is more than four thousand five hundred. Last I checked in the morning, in India we've had one person who's died, uh, an elderly person in Karnataka, hmm. and infections are seventy four. Seventy four. At least until the last uh, half an hour. Th- I don't know. Although they have quarantined some seven hundred people in they've Noida, I'm not sure. But I'm not sure where they've quarantined them. Have they asked them to self-quarantine, or have they put them in a place to quarantine? I don't know. I think seven hundred people self-quarantine. Another thing is that in India, what is happening is that you're only being tested if you have a travel history, or if you've had contact with somebody who's been declared positive with coronavirus, which is a bit silly because uh, with the nature of the dis- this yeah. disease, you could have caught it without you know a first-person contact. So. Maybe the figures are so low because there hasn't been adequate robust testing. That I is, I hope that that's is, not that's the case, but it I could fear. be. I don't want to sound alarmist, but I'm sh- sure the number is like several times what we have now, because so the problem is I mean the reco- uh, reporting is so abysmal, the testing is so abysmal, and the problem is I mean because people are not aware also now they are they're spreading awareness and stuff. But if somebody has a cold or a cough, they usually go to their local chemist and give me something. I'll just sleep it off. Without knowing this is going to be this, so I, I and what's happening now is like that's it, not the case. But at least with a friend of mine, his mother has a cough, cold, and fever, and she wanted to get tested, but they turned her away from the testing center because she doesn't have a travel history or she doesn't have a contact with somebody who's been diagnosed. So that I think is not a smart idea. I think they should at least increase the testing, and at least people who are coming who want to be tested should be tested if they feel like they have symptoms, if they have you know. Uh, fever, cough, and cold, and the other thing very important is that you may not have any symptoms at all. Yeah, because it they show up much later yeah. while yeah. the in fact virus. So, so I do think testing should be at random, and it, there has to be more testing. Hopefully, it'll be contained because if it happens like it has happened in like Italy or US, I mean yeah, India is really because it doesn't be have the healthcare so system to just take that. So I think we will already enter that phase. Uh, our wonderful producer Aditya just pointed out that the latest figures, as we are recording, this is eighty-one mm. positive cases. Goodness! Mm. Now that has moved up from I think. Forty in two days to eighty. Yeah. Now, a couple of things. One is that I think there's this really good piece on Medium, which has been shared. I'm sure most of our listeners have also published it. We have published it also. We've also published it. That why I mean, and that piece may sound alarmist, but when that person goes on to make the argument, you realize why. Because when it enters phase two, then you move from forty to four thousand people within like ten days. Mm. So you may have got to forty after two weeks, and if you think another two weeks, you'll only get to eighty. You'll get to thousands very quickly. and that shows you how that that goes about so i think that is really scary but i'm still really uh, you know i would have thought it would be settled by now that it is something that is really dangerous and 
ऑल द प्रिकॉशन डेली गवर्नमेंट इज टेकन की सिनेमाज बंद कर दिए मॉल्स मॉल्स ही बंद कर लेकिन सिनेमाज कर दिए ऑडिटोरियम बंद दिए ऑल द इवेंट्स हैव बिन कैंसिल कर्नाटका हैज ऑल्सो सेड आईपीएल मैचेस कैंसिल देयर स्टिल मेनी पीपल हु आई नो एंड देयरफॉर देयर मस्ट बी मेनी हु अदर्स नो हु आर स्टिल सेइंग वी आर सच अ स्टूपिड कंट्री वी हैव ओवर रिएक्टिंग व्हाट्स द बिग डील द यू नो मोर्टैलिटी रेट इज जस्ट अंडर 3% आउट ऑफ व्हिच यू नो ओवर 80 इज लाइक 8% एंड अंडर 30 इज जस्ट 0.3% इन इंडिया वुड बी अ it would be a disaster that is millions I mean, of people millions. yeah i don't know that is assuming everybody gets virus but, but what i'm saying is i'm still surprised that there are so many people who still think that this is something that is a bit that you can treat casually i don't know why no, would you, you can't. think you so could, this is something from what i have like heard from scientists and read read it's completely new the human body has never encountered this thing before so all these conjectures about somebody wrote a piece saying india indians mostly live in somebody, dirt I and filth so they won't get it or the uh, weather is warm so it won't happen nobody knows mm. this is just as you go along and people will What's figure out what is happening yeah not nobody knows and the problem is because this now shows how underprepared countries are how how misguided the priorities are like you're talking about like the other day we were talking about the stock market and the yes bank failure important things obviously but this is this is this is like the crisis this is what you should prepare for this is why you need robust healthcare this is why you need robust healthcare even in villages and mm. imagine if this thing happens in say gorakhpur yeah. where 100 children die in a hospital and nobody bats an eyelid and mm. that's the another aspect of it if god forbid this spreads in in the more marginalized populations nobody will care until it affects the upper middle class and rich people in this country and if it affects both obviously the upper class will they'll go to the hospitals others will be left to die because that's always what happens in this country but and one mm. more refrain that you're hearing a lot of people say that oh it's only going to impact old people so even if you get it i'm young and i'll like get out of it which is fine you may have a great immunity if you, you get think. the treatment but no but uh, i mean it's you could also tied over it because you have a strong immune system or whatever but then you could give it to someone who could be very vulnerable to it and that could be your and you could effectively jeopardize someone else's child, life yeah. so and that, because it I mean, spreads so fast now it's not ki bhai it, the pace of spread but you know this brings me to one issue which is the intersection of the callousness of our national psyche it demonstrates the what aniket said why are our institutions so weak and also it's a comment on corona is the ipl the bcci till we started recording this has not said that we are cancelling the ipl or have they already said that not no. yet they have uh, what's the latest guys have they said that they've postponed it okay so they have just postponed it but till this morning they had not in spite of many commentators editorial saying what the fuck is bbc up, uh, bbc bol raha bcci up to but they want to earn that money now bcci has people like amit shah's son you know people in the cricket authorities are even people like saurav ganguly who is the god in bengal i'm sure now these people feel no pressure to say that fuck dude cancel this when champions league has said fucking we'll push our matches when the nba has cancelled the season now here i want to say the nba biggest star i think after michael jordan there's been no one bigger than uh, lebron james theek hai to lebron james and he was told that you have to play in empty auditorium he says fuck it i'm not going to do that there's no way i'm playing in empty auditorium aapne bol liya theek hai good for you poke finger up for you you will either play in empty or it be cancelled it was not because lebron ne bol diya sala aap to khelna padega agar kal sachin bol deta na ki boss hum ipl to will go as per plan किसी की हिम्मत नहीं होती कि बोले नहीं कैंसिल करो और हमारी पब्लिक भी गधों की तरह पहुंच जाती देखने 
सचिन ने बोला यार हमारे यहाँ अपनी बीसीसीआई नहीं कैंसिल कर रहा दिल्ली गवर्नमेंट ऑफ द फर्स्ट वन टू शट एवरीथिंग देन कर्नाटका फॉलोड देन एज एवरी स्टेट स्टार्ट्स फॉलोइंग देन बीसीसीआई हैज नो चॉइस बट दे वर नॉट द वांट्स टू से दैट यू नो व्हाट दिस सर्कस एंड आई डोंट नो महाराज यू वर सेइंग दे कांट लाइक राइट नाउ द सेरी ए सेरी आ वगैरह आर बीइंग प्लेड इन एम्प्टी स्टेडियम्स या बट दे कैन नॉट प्ले आईपीएल इन एम्प्टी स्टेडियम बिकॉज़ इट्स बेसिकली अ सर्कस विदाउट ऑल दैट सर्कस इट्स नॉट अ मैच सो या And, and, and two things again one that reflect how careless we've been one a media has been one is you had an india tv reporter today reporting from a quarantine an itbp uh, place where yeah. he what sort of a quarantine is it if you're allowing reporters to come in and report and he's reporting there to you know get bites of how these guys are thankful to modi so are i was like why, why would you do that this happens every time you remember uh, anjana um kashyap who yeah, was yeah, that no, she went to that, that hospital but this is a quarantine facility yeah why, why would you allow a journalist to enter and then again yesterday i think you, you were talking about people saying don't panic and all times now was running this prime time show saying that should we congratulate modi ji for you know uh, successfully being able to uh, i hope it is so but it's too early to be talking about it i think They you should spend more prime no time i think educating is, people and saying scary. that okay you know well uh, i think social distancing as much because aaj tak was running something so about silly. because uh, rahul gandhi attacked modi because there was a the biggest ever crash i think since the 80s single day drop yeah. of our sensex and the bombay stock exchange in fact they halted trading this morning for about 45 minutes so in the last week we've done seen three days of huge crashes this is happening me. across the world obviously yeah. so uh, they ran a full show ki coronavirus whatever uh, bahana modi nishana and basically saying see rahul gandhi is such a jackass and such a mean spirited man that something has happened because of coronavirus the world over he is blaming modi ji so in that show they painted modi as a victim, victim another channel run that dekho coronavirus ho raha hai modi ne itni jaan bachayi he is a hero everything bloody comes out our media is really the pits here it is it's really and in this situation i mean okay forget the day to day hate politics or whatever but in this situation when you see the kind of hold they can have on people and when you see like so many news channels just playing you know silly things like yagya kar se corona ka upay ho raha hai ya ye cow dunk mein you know people are dunking each other is just platforming that information without the anchor even saying once that this is not going to work hmm. like an asthak anchor three segments they did one was a yagya Uh, the second was, uh, I think, uh, Gomutra selling, and the third was um, uh, Jeshi Ram chanting, and this was just shown that these things are being done to combat Corona without the anchor one saying that this is bullshit. Firstly, you shouldn't be showing this because it doesn't make any sense. I mean, even if this is happening, it's a few people doing it. It really doesn't. So I think even I mean, if, but they, even if you show it, it should be shown as a warning. Don't do this. Yeah, but that, that yeah. these things will not yeah. and help. And even if they don't call the jayshram chanting and the gomutra thing bullshit at least they should call the kaudang thing bullshit no to get it i made a joke yeah you guys are so slow yeah you fuck up my joke yeah very and, and and we laugh about it but recently there was an incident where this guy in a village he was electrocuted and then he was covered with kaudang and he died because they thought that this is a solution i mean it's costing real Sorry. lives yeah yeah how i mean if you get electrocuted you get covered kaudang you They just covered him with cow dung and because they thought that you don't see there was this I I don't know if it was an MLA or an MP sometime when there was this whole thing about how the cell phone gives off radiation. radiations that mm. harms you and he put cow dung on the back yeah, yeah. that it'll of like the cell phone off. yeah yeah in a small uh, polythene packet like 
okay. And he said, nice. this, this won't harm me. I mean, somebody who sees it, what, like I said, I you take cues from your leaders. And there's this, uh, now there's another aspect to this, which is, I mean, which Modi ji really could have helped if he had really been sincere about it. Uh, it, it had not been a jumla, which is this make in India thing. So what this crisis is showing now is how important it is to have indigenous local capacity. And supply chains. Yeah. Yes, supply chains for medicine, for hospitals, for everything. Right now, South Korea, Taiwan, even Italy to an extent are being able to deal with this because they have their own, Italy not so much, but the other two countries because they have their own facilities, they have their own supply chains. US is really struggling. They mm. can't even get enough tests done because they have offshored everything to China and now mm. China is saying we have our own crisis to deal with mm. what are we mm. going to do with you and there's this whole trade war also happening no they're saying you lift right. the ban yes. and then yes. we yes. and then there's another problem because in the US I mean they don't have the they don't have a healthcare system where everybody can go unless you have an insurance you can't go mm. get tested and everything and people are not going to go and get tested because they can't afford it now that conversation is also happening similar in India you have a bit of a healthcare like public healthcare, but it's nowhere near as robust to deal with this crisis. So, I mean, a few things, though I will say that the pace at which we've reacted nationally is pretty good. We haven't waited for shit yeah. to hit the fan like the US yeah, did. Yeah. Trump's Definitely. address, where uh, earlier he said this doesn't matter, and the NBA boss who touched all the mics yeah. to make fun of it, and he's the one who got the bloody virus first, <laughs> and then they had to cancel it. So, people like Trump and stuff they the kind of public posturing they did then they had to retract and of course in his statement of saying that how are we going to take it on he suggested certain things that aren't happening yeah which had then you know the white house had to so i think on that both our state governments and national government have been excellent as compared to many of the other yeah i uh, think um, uh, on that but related to covid there are a few other small instances sorry manisha after this you can hmm. finish your thought a few horrible things also happened one was that um, there was this case and it was uh, reported that a Kerala doctor alleged that her private clinic, uh, you know, was sacked for informing authorities about a suspected coronavirus patient because she, you know, said that wala aaya tha ek private clinic mein. health department ko bata diya that they said no one is going to come. So she was not fired or her clinic was... She says she was laid off. Yeah. Then... A female student from the northeast, uh, you know, they were attacked near Delhi University and they were called coronavirus. So now mm, that the, the racists used to use racism, the, yeah. they used to, I mean, earlier when we were in college, people used to say chinky chinky. Now it's they say coronavirus. I mean, mm. th these things about us in, you know, cities, this is not some Bangholia central where, I mean, this is Delhi University, which is one of the best universities in the country. There shit like this happens, it's rather... There's also tragic. a video was going around of some lady in, I think, Pune, like, talking to a person, some girl from Northeast, inside a supermarket or something, mm. saying, get out of here, you will have Really? Corona My God, here. that's terrible. Two things, though, I think, uh, which I really liked. I like the fact those, the call message that we're getting before making a call. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah. a very good idea. Because Awareness is, like, most important everyone right now. will listen to those. And very and quickly all that yeah. happened. Huh? you yeah. got to give yeah. it to the and Indian even, authorities. Uh, people who don't have access to internet, everyone makes calls. So that's a great thing. And I think also quarantining ourselves, like, closing borders has been good. But the testing bit, I still think, like, they should testing remove and the reporting, yes. They and should remove they the really criteria for testing. I think everyone who feels... Even if they have to call up the army and the other people, just do yeah. it and get like or healthcare have, in um, order. Yeah, get people to... I think anyone who wants to be tested who's showing symptoms should get tested. They shouldn't have that criteria. It's a bit dangerous. Okay, I have another couple of mails and I just want to move on to the Sindhya story. And I hope one of you have at least watched one of the speeches. 
or the press conference. Uh, so this email is 242 word one from Chetan. Dear News Laundry Women and Men, awesome work as always. This time I want to mention that NL Charcha team also because they did an awesome job on episode 105 on Delhi riots with DCP Vikram Singh. My Hindi sucks. Charcha is like my very own Hindi tutor. Few inputs and suggestions. Open an encrypted email for any confidential source who wants to inform or generally paranoid people like me. So Proton Mail. Uh, okay, maybe we should open a news laundry at Proton Mail. Okay, we'll do that, Chetan. On Hindutva and Islamic issues in India, as an agnostic atheist spectator, I'm highly interested in this current religious climate because there is a small chance of me being collateral damage if this thing explodes. As Anand and Kapil mentioned, an open discussion needs to happen about the historical context of religious tension in our country to reach some catharsis. Maybe you can start this process with some interviews of prominent Islamic and Hindu critics. I just randomly googled these people. Tufail Ahmad, Ibn Warak, Kancha Elaya, and Christopher Jeffelot. Tufail Ahmad, I don't think, is a scholar, but the other two people, Kancha Elaya and Jeffelot, obviously they are scholars. Uh, well, Kancha has appeared fairly regularly on, on mainstream media, and uh, often he's put as being demonized in, in some of the, you know, whenever some caste things comes up. Yeah. Then degrading parliamentary functioning in India, one of the arguments for the cause of degradation is the anti-defection law. Please report on this if possible. We have our episode, constitution series. Uh, exactly. We have one, but we have a full episode, Chetan, dedicated to the anti-defection law and how it's problematic. Check out the show anchored by Meghnath called Constitution. I think this was in season one, right? On defection yeah, law. Season one. Then my vote for Abhinandan attending news debates. A resounding yes, and please put them on YouTube under the banner of News Laundry Man Gaya News Dhone. Huh. Yeah, you know, I've refused all the ones because they haven't paid for the last six, and they've sent six forms to fill that we accept the terms and condition of Bennett and Coleman. I saw those forms that you will abide by our whatever ethics policy. I was like, fuck, I haven't even read your ethics policy. Like, all the jokers who go sign that shit before they get their payment, are they fucking mad? What does it say, the ethics policy? I don't know, I have it here. Everything you say is owned by us. No, <laughs> I don't, I, 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 no, I don't even know what <laughs> this means. Like, uh, I said, dude, I'm not going to keep appearing like a bandar on your bloody shows unless I'm paid and I can use that money to, you know, buy some subscriptions for our, uh, uh, for our uh, potential subscribers. So, uh, our colleagues in the accounts department said, Sir, they said, sign it I said, kya? Subject, declaration under Bennett Coleman and Company Limited Suppliers Code of Conduct. V blank, which is supposed to be News Laundry, Abhinandan, whatever. Name of party. Hereby confirm that we have received BCCL Supplier Code of Conduct and have read and understood the content and requirement under the code. We further confirm that we have adhered to the code in our business relationship with BCCL. We hereby further confirm that the owners to bring to the notice of BCCL for any exception violation committed by us under the code solely lies on us. What the fuck is this? What is your code? I don't even know your code. Why the fuck will I abide by your code? Dude, your Times of India group. So they just send this without the code. Ah, the yeah, I haven't read any code. I was like, why the fuck am I going to sign this? When they sign it, they won't get paid. I said, the people who sign it, they sign it. I suppose so. I'm shocked, yaar. They have zero <laughs> bloody self-respect, yaar. Anyway. So, yeah, bro, I'm going to go if they give me the payment without signing these mystery papers. Otherwise, fuck it, man. <laughs> I have better things to do. take a look at that code, what it says. Yeah, maybe I should take a look at the code and then I should come back and report on the hafta. Then, Bimal Kumar says, regarding the discussion about lack of awareness about medieval atrocities by foreign invaders in our history and curriculum, I have a different opinion. The underlying assumption is that Hindu community was one monolithic entity during Indian history. For close to three-fourths of today's Hindu community, there was no such singular identity. 
I'm from backward caste and I can say for sure that none of my ancestors tracing back 2000 years had any access to so-called Hindu culture. Socially, economically and religiously, they, were, they never shared anything with the upper caste, rather were kept out of it. When the so-called great Hindu kings and kingdoms were defeated, looted and pillaged, for close to three-fourths of the population at that time, it meant very little as things couldn't have got any worse. They already had no access to land, religious places, social recognition or any kind of civilized culture. There was no torture, humiliation or deprivation that an Aurangzeb or Dalhousie could have done to them that the upper caste overlords had not already done to them. That's the reason why we didn't have a Hindu nationalistic uprising against the British. What post-independent India did for the first time in known history, this majority was considered as humans worthy of human rights. The flip side was that it opened an illusion of a monolithic Hindu identity to the backward castes. Most of the big temples started having exponential rise in income and a Ramanan Saga type of pan-Hindu identity illusion set in. So now we have this newfound Hindu nationalism which was never there before independence. For 75% of Hindus of today, Islam and Christianity hasn't done any damage historically that casteism hadn't already done. If today 80% of social, economic and cultural capital is with 15% of upper castes, that has nothing to do with East India Company or Mughals. So I agree that there is a lack of awareness among the persecuted majority and lack of acknowledgement from the perpetrators regarding the historical injustice. But we are looking at the wrong people. That is Bimal Kumar. That's very well put. The last email is from Piyush. Hi team, congratulations on the great work. Congratulations, sorry, on the great work you guys are doing and your contribution towards keeping our society civil. I have two minor suggestions. Timestamps is one. It would help if you can include timestamps of specific topics. Well, Piyush, you and Aniket think alike, so we shall do that in our the, the new version of the site. We shall add this. And repository for verified data, given there are so many conflicting data points floating around. Would it be possible to have a permanent section in News Laundry website with reputable and trustworthy sources showcasing latest numbers? This is a slightly more tricky one because it has to be verifiable. You need a resource to verify this data across different... Also, I mean, the for better or worse, the most verifiable data is what is put out by the government. Sarkari data, correct. So, if they fudge it, then... then um, yeah, then... Hafna and, um, I mean, beyond fudging it, they're not releasing it. They're not releasing it, also. that's another problem. Are you yeah. feeling cold, Manisha? Huh? Yeah, a little bit. Maybe you're coming on fever. Since when have you feel been feeling cold? Just about four hours ago. Okay, fine. You haven't been exposed to any uh, this thing, now. No, but then I've come from an airport. Oh oh. I was in an airport, no. Oh oh. Okay, guys. <laughs> so stay away, guys. Manisha, you <laughs> can you, you can stop coming to office <laughs> from tomorrow for a week. Yeah, I think so. So um, at least I'm a meter away. That's fine. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, so now let's come to the last subject we'll discuss because we want to now quick finish this hafta very quickly and you can see why. Because <laughs> is sitting on a table that is about a meter and a half and suddenly Manisha's feeling cold and coughing. Manisha, don't tell lies. You're one of those who thought Sindhya was the biggest, this new hope. <laughs> really? Don't tell no, lies. No, why? No, because I you... I never liked him. You seem the type, you know, because you, you think that uh, Ranbir Kapoor is a good actor... And, you know, you and Rajshree... Ranveer Singh. Singh, sorry. He's you a very good actor. Come you on. and Rajshree are shallow like that. You think Saif is very sophisticated Sindhya and cool. is not good looking if that's what you're getting. No, no, like. I'm he just saying because he speaks English and he's, you know, looks like he's has just got his laundered kurta and he looks so clean. And no, I read our very uh, excellent reporter Pratik's uh, re ground report from Guna during the 2019 general elections where he explained how this guy has been an absolute failure as an MP in doing anything for his constituency. Most people were super upset and he did lose it eventually. So no, I had no disillusions. 
illusions about him so you want to see his very, constituency was, yeah, actually has the lowest social yeah, like economic indicators very yeah. very pathetic conditions and he hasn't done anything and he's been what for 16 years 18 years he's been with congress yeah so so he's been just context and then uh, you know if you have seen any of the speeches whether it is his induction or the congress response you can let me know for audience sindhya was considered very close to rahul at one point of time and he was considered the inner circle so you can see what the congress inner circle is now for those of you who had any <laughs> illusion that there is an inner circle in congress i don't know whether i've said this before in the hafta but i've maintained this for a long time there is no inner circle the inner circle is sonia priyanka rahul that is the inner circle everybody else can be hot today will be dropped like a hot potato tomorrow from natwar singh to digvijay singh to sindhi as you can see he decided he and kamalnath don't get along at all and uh, after he said main sadko pe utrunga kamalnath said utarne do तो इसे ठीक है उतरता हूँ एंड देन ही ऑलमोस्ट ब्रॉट डाउन द गवर्नमेंट ना कमलनाथ बिकॉज ना वेर इन द सीजन ऑफ वी डोंट हैव टू एनीथिंग कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनली ही इज मैं फ्लोर टेस्ट ही नहीं करूँगा लेकिन उन एम एल ओज ने अपनी रेजिग्नेशन भेज दिया है स्पीकर रेजिग्नेशन एक्सेप्ट ही नहीं करेगा सो नाउ बेसिकली वी रीच द स्टेज कि अब अगर मुझे हटाना है तो आके यू हैव टू ड्रैग मी आउट अदरवाइज आई विल नॉट गो वेदर इट इज यू नो हाउ एवर एनी कॉन्स्टिट्यूशनल अथॉरिटीज इलेक्टेड अथॉरिटीज कंडक्ट So Sindhya has joined the BJP. Amit Shah was not the one who inducted him. It was JP Nadda. It was delayed by a year, uh, by a, an hour from 12:30 to 1:30 because Rahul Kaal was there, which I'm amazed that that is what was reported. I none of them confirmed it, and I was also amazed that to news organizations, elected representatives of our country are referring to Sindhya as Maharajji. I think hmm. it is a disgrace to our country. I'm shocked that those people are elected representatives. If any of you have voted for them, hang your head in shame. Your elected representative calls an MP Maharajji. So fuck you there. I'm done. So about this <laughs> inner circle, you said uh, after he left, he said I had tried reaching out to Rahul and Sonia Gandhi, but I didn't get any response. Hmm. So Rahul Gandhi said he is the one person in all of Congress who can walk into my home at any time. Hmm. So I mean, basically accusing him of blatantly lying. Right. But this is, I mean, uh, Sindhya for all the. hysteria by the media and i mean this was the story for two three straight days when the stock markets were crashing when corona virus was spreading like crazy the threat was there and the delhi violence had i mean it's just still the biggest story but nobody cared about that and this was like three days this is a symptom especially talking about congress this is the symptom of a dying party congress is dying i mean there should be no Two Illusion. illusions about it. Congress mm-hmm. is a dying party, and as happens with like big organizations, it takes a ti- a little while to just for not it to Titanic go away. Titanic did not just sink like that. <laughs> There was enough time to make a full film. Exactly on the boat, <laughs> on the raft. Yeah. So th- this this is everywhere where Congress where there's an alternative to BJP right now, local alternative. Congress is nowhere on the scene. It's only there as a default where there is no nobody else. either in opposition to a regional party or to a bjp party and i mean th- this has been coming for a long time this has been coming since the time after indra when it all became about the leader and there was nothing i mean pa- congress is now a party of grifters bjp for all their faults they have something that binds them together which is an ideological uh, coherence an ideological project congress doesn't have anything like that they're they're just for power sake if they have power they'll stay along if they don't have power they'll go to greener yeah, pastures it's a party of brokers basically a power yeah. brokers no, i and think this i mean sorry uh, everybody says like if just the congress the gandhi's mood away congress will be a different party 
that'll hasten Congress's like downfall exactly. because they that are is not, the glue. Yeah, what Hindutva is to BJP, the Gandhis are to Congress in a different context. Because in 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 uh, Congress, the Gandhis are no longer like this keepers of the flame, keepers of an ideology. They're just brokers par between these warring factions. This faction demands power. This faction demands power, and they're playing the role of a referee. If they are gone, it'll be like chaos, and the party will just let it go. Though I think, I mean, I I still nobody think is like, mourning it. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that even I I still think that Congress could revive. I do think that it for all its faults, it does have a cadre. It does have all the machinery that a political party requires, and it has goodwill. There's still some residual goodwill. I think if you just remove the Gandhis, and if you can get an able commander, it could still sort of reboot. But yeah, you have to get rid of the Gandhis. I think the bigger problem no, is I just getting rid of like them. You, I mean, suddenly we can't make a new country. No, we can't. So we have to make a new country. So that is the whole thing. And I, I, I do think uh, one of the problems with the Congress has been, like you said, there is no ideology that you stick by. But the one ideology that is the Gandhi is the ideology. And I understand when people like I don't know Digvijay Singh, Manishankar Iyer said that without the Gandhis it would, it would crumble, and they are right. Yeah. They are not just being psychophantic, though maybe they are. They are also telling you a truth that is an actual truth. But the problem is that glue is at odds in 2020. One family, because of their privilege, will not get that kind of respect that let's say Modi would. You know, Modi is not doesn't get the respect and the adulation and love and the you know. Uh, kind of godlike status he does because he is mr modi's son he gets it because he has made it from scratch. you know scratch same thing with some like mamta but the thing is the gandhis are not that no i mean if and the problem is that is true for most of the gandhi uh, this generation agar aap inke purani wali generation le lo whether it is singhvi whether it is a kya naam kapil sibbal whether it is arun jetli if they are not in power they are practicing a profession where they are yeah. very good they are all amazing at what they do okay they are professionals this generation if they are not in power they are nothing none of them have held a job a sindhya or a rahul or an anurag thakur or any of these jokers cannot walk into an office say here's my resume will you give me a job news laundry would not hire them also because not because of any other reason but because our subscribers fund all our salaries and everything and you would not waste their money <laughs> in hiring people who would not deliver that is why it's very important to work because the money that is coming from us is not just some sign off from a sarkari department ye lo advertising or shareholders money from some large corporation ye lo humne 10000 chutiyon hamare share khareede unka tum 10% rakh ke advertising mein le lo aaj is the hard earned money of subscribers so we would not hire any of these people but the point i'm trying to make is why does he need to change Because he cannot sit for five years like Sibyl. That's okay. Five years is not enough. Five years in five years, I'll get about 50 crore. Because I will pay people money to appear. Now, Sindhya, you will also get paid for appearing. So, they don't have a job, they don't have a profession, they don't have a profession. So, that is why they will have to keep switching party to party. Otherwise, you are fucked. Yeah, because that's the grift. Yeah, and it's not limited to the top sort of leadership positions. Exactly. Again, Pratik did this wonderful story from Maharashtra during the election time. so there what congress had done over over the decades 70s 60s 80s so they had cultivated these big big sugar farmers people who ran the factory sugar factories so they made them sort of their people on the ground and these people in turn held the voters together and they took all the power from the ordinary voters and vested it in these people 
and when Congress lo lost power, the first thing these people did is they went to other parties, and there was nobody else to replace them. Yeah. So but I'd like to see what happens to Sindhya after. So he'll get his cabinet, but I don't think he'd have much of a future in BJP. I, Most I, of these guys who have moved, uh, I mean, they're used for as much as they could be to bring down the Congress, but they're quite sidelined after a I, point. I think be. Shivam Vijay's one-liner of the article he's written for the print today sums it up best. And I think Shivam actually has some very interesting takes and very accurate. People often, I've seen people who are like trashing him for getting mm. this election wrong, that election wrong. The last four state elections, I bumped into him somewhere or the other. I said, call it. He says, I don't call election. I said, chal, bata to. Whatever he said came true, yeah, whether it was Chhattisgarh or Madhya Pradesh or Rajasthan, he has accurately predicted all of them to me at least. I haven't had the chance to read the latest. What so his is saying that he didn't want to be a Rahul Gandhi, he couldn't be a Sachin pilot, he will end up becoming Varun Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> that is depressing for Sindhya. I right? think I mean, so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't think he'll have much. I mean, of there's a, a Hindi kahwat, but I don't think it will be. I proper mean, those Shahjal means no. It involves a ghat and it involves a ghat and it involves laundry and news laundry ka reporter. Self subscribers ka subscribers ka subscribers ka. Those Shazel me is no leader or whatever, but even, you know, after she deflected, she's been completely sidelined. Yeah? And back then when she left, everyone was like, oh, <laughs> she'll probably get some whatever. Yeah, right. They'll, give, a Muslim, they'll give such a loud Muslim voice. Uh, again, it's, I mean, it's about power again, right? See, if she, when she this guy was in Congress, so he had something to give to the BJP. Now he has given it. Yeah. What is his negotiating? I don't even what is know his, if he's yet given it. Exactly. What, what is, is his bargaining power now? What is his bargaining? And it's all about negotiation, <laughs> yeah. man. I mean, That's he should have asked point. them to make him a minister first and then whatever, done whatever. Mm. So we're going to wind up now. But uh, before I ask everybody for their suggestions, we didn't discuss in detail, but the Yes Bank case is an interesting one. We have two or three really nice pieces on it. One of them is Way Calls. I highly recommend it. And the other thing was the intraday fall of the Sensex. So we don't have anything on it because there's nothing on it. Mm. <laughs> we have a NL Sena project, a wonderful reporter uh, Hamida is going to be doing a really in-depth piece on uh, this new New Delhi, you know, the Vista that is being made, this very ambitious project of Mr. Modi. He wants to completely redo Latin's Delhi and I think he wants it to be called Modi's Delhi after that. That's his end game. And there'll be a video aspect of that produced by Aditya. Uh, is that coming at the same time as the report, Aditya? Will it, in two weeks? So it's an NL Sena project. It requires about, you know, almost 20 days of work of three or four people. The total, uh, I think, ask for this is 1,90,000. So I please request you 1,90,000 to tell the story of where almost 40,000 or 20,000 crore, you know, after 10,000, I stopped counting. 20,000 crore of your taxpayers' money is going is not that big a deal. So maybe you should just contribute to this NL Sena project so we can do this story in depth talking to architects, experts, area experts, and tell you what exactly is happening with this central vista like nobody has done so far. And Vivek Call is putting up yet another NL Sena project, so check it out. It's on real estate. will be explored like no one has done before. On that note, let's get the recommendations. Mehraj, you go first. We were talking about the why institutions are weak, how they are in undermined. So... Caravan did this wonderful profile of Justice Gogoi, the former Chief Justice of India. It's a bit old. It was done uh, last month, published last month. It's called, uh, if you're reading on the website, Sealed and Delivered, Ranjan Gogoi's Gifts to the Government. I mean, this, is, this gives you an insight of how people are used to undermine institutions which we thought were there for 
would stand forever and what kind of people they are how they come up to those come up to occupy those positions it's a very in depth long one and it it'll, it'll be very insightful i'm sure if you want to read it uh, okay. my recommendation is a video on vox called why new diseases keep appearing in china there's been a lot of misinformation and conspiracy theories around coronavirus like the bat soup theory and that this was a bioweapon this video really nicely and uh, cleanly and quickly explains to you what happens in the wet markets and how this novel coronavirus may have come my recommendation is an npr podcast which is healthcare and economic despair for many people who keep saying oh this is not affordable you can't just start giving away stuff for free you can't give healthcare for free although i think there is a very strong basic it's not even moral or moral or ethical it is a basic existential argument to be made that everybody should have access to healthcare but if you're one of those who wants the account balanced there's a good podcast to listen to healthcare and economic despair that even having so many sick people in your country and in your community is a huge economic drag to the entire community so it is even in your economic interest not just in your basic basic human value interest to make sure that everybody gets access to basic healthcare and my last recommendation is the piece on the harvard review on why the economic the market is failing the the news ecosystem and that is where subscribers need to step in on that note i would like to thank all our listeners for listening i'd like to thank our subscribers for subscribing do encourage others to as well like many of you already do if you don't want to subscribe and would like to consume news content for free and then whine about how news is all sold and it is so useless the least you can do is at least give us a high rating on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on and give give us a favorable review and then go on whining about how terrible the news is because you clearly don't want to do anything about it but that may give us access to others who will discover us who realize why it is valuable to pay to keep news free on that note uh, if you have any other inputs or advice or just suggestions write to us at contact@newslaundry.com at i repeat contact@newslaundry.com if you have any abuse to leave you can leave it on manisha's twitter timeline we will be back next week uh, we will probably be working out of home for monday or tuesday let's see how this works out be safe wherever you are please follow basic precautions because once this stallion bolts you cannot pull it back this is a time to err on the side of caution even over caution and paranoia because once the shit hits the fan baby it ain't going to be pretty i'll leave you with this song until then goodbye laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.